Welcome back to In the Onside with Vincent Ramirez, previously on part two of my interview with Eric Hogan. It did not come out until I was 29 years old. You know, I was happy to, to have parents that were open-minded and accepting, and I, I remember very vividly sort of having, starting to like have these weird feelings. Holy S-H-S-H-I-T. I think I'm going to be gay when I get older. I don't know why when I said when I get older, you know, even though I already knew what I was. And now, part three of my interview with Eric Hogan. What do you maybe feel like has been maybe some of the biggest, you know, or what do you think are maybe some of the biggest challenges possibly for the LGBT community and just in general in 2018 and, and kind of where we're at politically wise? I mean, it, it's it's achieving full equality. Um and then achieving equity because they're two very different things. Um, you know, we all want the same things, uh, but what are we going to do to ensure that we're represented uh, equally, not only in government, but in the boardroom, in the classroom, on TV, you know, in all aspects of our lives. Um, so, you know, it, it's getting over the political climate that we're in right now um, and pushing back against those that are trying to push us back. Um, and then moving forward from there and saying, you know, LGBTQ members belong in the boardroom. They belong in the White House. They belong, you know, as your teachers. They belong, um, you know, playing straight actors, if they, you know, in TV and film. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's sort of changing this mindset that we're limited to a certain role in life uh, and that being LGBTQ is a hindrance when it's actually, for me, it's, it's a positive um, and actually helps um, elevate us. Definitely. Definitely. And that's, um, that's, that's great. I'm just going to take it back here just for a moment. Um, you mentioned that, uh, you know, obviously as you've been running in the campaign, you've been open on us and, um, and then when you lived in New York and things, it was, had you always navigated your life in that way? I mean, aside from obviously, I know that uh, more recently or within the last you know couple of years that you talked to your parents about you know your sexual orientation. But when you had approached different um, jobs and the people that you worked with, were you, were you open? I mean, uh, you know, how how were you navigating life then? I mean, I, I mean, I was open in general, but it, whenever I was going for job interviews, um, it was never. Um, you know, I it wasn't nothing that I led with. I was right, I, I am who I was. You know, I am who I was and if they knew, great. If they had a problem with it, not my problem. Um and so, you know, it's 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 I I always view I always viewed viewed it as a positive. You know, growing up I was bullied a lot and called faggot and girl and sissy and all these things. And so I, I developed a skin at an early age to, to know how to counter that and deal with that. Um, and, you know, you just, you just gotta, you know, you become sort of hardened to, to the negative aspects from other people on that. Um, you just power through with it and just, and just do it. Um, what, what kind of advice would you give maybe to, you know, um, either, either, you know, preteens or teens that are, you know, maybe not quite sure, you know, kind of where they're at and, and, maybe kind of experience some of the things that you've experienced. Uh, you mentioned you experienced bullying and, and those type of things. Um, uh, 
you know, what kind of advice would you offer them right now, if you could? Well, one, don't ever get a credit card until you get called. That's when people ask me what I what I tell people under eighteen: do not get a credit card. Yes, uh, they are evil. Do not, you know, do not get them. Uh, but in all seriousness, um, you know, it's if you're a preteen or if you're a teenager and you're being bullied, you know, be strong, power through it. People bullying you is not a reflection on them. It's a reflection on the bully um, and their insecurities and their lack of understanding uh, for for the communities that they live in and the people that live in those communities. Um and, you know, it's just one of those things where you just got to be strong. You just cannot care what people have to say about you. Because if you start caring about what they say, then that's going to affect your ability to achieve these dreams and goals that they all have and they all and they all want. Um, you know, I, 20 years ago, 15 years ago, never would have imagined myself uh, running for Congress, um, let alone being a serious candidate let alone being the Democratic nominee and being just one step away from actually being a United States representative. Um, and, it, and it all came together because I, I believed in myself and I, and I just uh, kept powering through and just kept showing up and just kept making people um, accept me, um, you know, and just be nice to people. Don't, you know, if you're nice to everyone, they'll accept you. Um, and you just got to let other people realize that they're being the mean ones if they're trying to hold you back. Um, so always be nice, um, even to people that are mean to you, uh, because that will get you much farther than, than, than showing that they're affecting you. Yeah. Yeah. Being able to take the higher road. And sometimes that's hard to do, you know I mean? I, it's easy to fall into, I imagine with bullies and, and, and those kind of things, it's, it's easy to fall in the trap. And I mean, I think there's also that outreach that, that can happen. And I think when they see public figures just like yourself, that, um, that they can identify with that also helps to kind of reinforce their their own own insecurity that un- unsureness of who they are and say you know what I could one day have a, a life just like that and 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 be able to be out and open and so um, I'm I'm excited to see that you're you're gonna ho- you know hopefully be a beacon of that um, I shouldn't say hopefully I mean I think you I think you already are just just stepping out into the limelight um, and and being young and uh, being ambitious in this way. So that's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Eric, who would you say maybe is, as maybe one of or, you know, it can be politically or it can be in your life, but who's probably been one of the biggest inspirations. I know you mentioned Britney Spears already, but is there, <laughs> is there anyone else that, that, uh, that, that you, you know, that had really inspired you? You know, it's, it, it, I know this is so cheesy, but you know, my parents are very inspirational because they worked hard to, uh, to make sure that their kids, had every opportunity um, that they could get. Um, you know, that's in my personal circle. Um, you know, uh, Hillary Clinton's been someone who I've admired and her tenacity and everything, you know, her strength of just powering through so much negativity and hate. Um, Selena, the Tejano singer. You oh, know, yeah. She's, uh, I loved her when I was a kid and still love her today. And, um, you know, those are, it's, those are people that, that I, that I looked up to and think are great. You know, I, I also look at JFK. Um, he actually ran for Congress and he was 30 years old. You know, him and I are not, a very, we're very different circumstances, um, at our perspective ages, but, um, but you know, 
um, it shows that as long as you're as long as you're um, energetic and have ideas, it doesn't matter how old you are, as long as you're, you meet the minimum requirement to step up and do something like this. So you know, there's quite a few people all around that sort of have shaped me and molded me um, into who I am today. Oh, that's a uh, that's awesome. Um, you know, where where do you see yourself in in five years, Eric? Like, who who's the Eric in five years? What what's he like? Um, he's a United States Congress member. Okay. <laughs> and he's still fighting for the district and still representing, uh, you know, the American people in the state of Texas and in this district and and figuring out ways to, to make their lives better um, and working class communities' lives better and, you know, give everyone a fair shot again. Um, you know, getting elected isn't going to change my roots. It's not going to change who I am. It's not going to... Uh, make me into this elitist DC politician. Um, you know, I will still be very much who I am today, who I was yesterday. Um, and you know, that's where that's where I'll be at. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, it jogged my memory when you talked about that. You're like, hey, I'm still gonna, I still want to be here serving the public. Is that you've also been doing door to door, and and that's a little different than possibly what your what your uh, Republican competitor has been doing out there. So I, I wanted to also give you a, a big kudos for that because I can only imagine the uh, the time and the and and just the uh, determination that takes. Yeah, no, thank you. It definitely helps me get my my steps in on my Fitbit. So. <laughs> well, awesome, awesome. Well, Eric, did you have anything else that you wanted to? kind of leave the listening audience with or any, any, any specific messages or anything that you wanted to share, uh, in addition to the already great conversation that we've had so far? Yeah. I mean, I mean, being, like I said, being LGBTQ is not a hindrance. It's, it's a positive. It's what makes us unique. It's what makes us stronger. Uh, and that should be more of a reason for anybody who's listening that wants to run for office or wants to, uh, you know, become a leader in the community or wants to run for student council or whatever it is, there should be reasons to, to want to step up and to, um, to, to achieve your dreams. You know, it's, it, there's going to be haters and you just gotta let the haters hate as, as they say, um, and you just gotta, you just gotta power through. And that's what I always tell young people, um, is just, uh, if I would have given myself advice and the advice I had learned, um, was just to not care what people had to say. And just do your thing and focus on you and everything will start working out. And then once you actually um, accept yourself, once you actually are yourself and uh, and can be yourself around everyone, you'll notice, uh, you know, the puzzles starting to come together. You'll notice that life gets better and that um, things will play out the way you want them to because uh, you're not having to. Uh, surround yourself in this like sphere of uh, negative feelings because of certain things. So, you know, just be happy, be positive, power through the haters, and everything will work out. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Very, very. I think it's a very important message, uh, especially for anyone out there who is uh, just you know 
just not sure or, you know, trying to find themselves. And I think even outside of just, you know, not only, you know, being LGBTQ, but I think that's just a good message overall for, for, for the youth in general. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So great. Okay. Well, Eric, do you, um, before we wrap up though, I wanted to, um, and if you have a couple more minutes, just take some time and just uh, play a couple of rounds of this game called Would You Rather? And uh, basically there's just, you know, there's no right or wrong answers in these. Basically I'll propose a question and we'll talk about it and then we'll kind of go from there. So is that okay? Okay. All right. Yeah, absolutely. All right, perfect. Okay, so um, Eric, would you rather be stranded at sea on a small rowboat with only one flare or with only one paddle? One paddle. W- what's your reasoning here? <laughs> uh, I, I'm not used to relying on other people to come save me. I'd rather do it myself. Okay, all right. See, I was thinking that I would probably think the same at least in terms of like okay at least i have a fighting chance with a paddle if i lose that if i fire off that one flare then that's kind of it like it, nobody might see me be able to save me and i guess it depends on how far out and see i am right <laughs> exactly all right um okay here's another one so this one's uh, pretty funny um so uh would you rather run out of toilet paper in a public restroom <laughs> or while while at a date's apartment <laughs> um Public restroom only because that's happened to me. Before. No, no. So I've already gone through that process and I know how to get out of it. So. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, it's like uh, maybe there's a slight chance that somebody could, like, pass you some tissue. Or, <laughs> you know, you know so, sometimes sometimes you might walk out with one less sock. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I would option for that, for the public restroom as well. Um, yeah, because the last thing you want to do is kind of really get embarrassed from somebody that you're dating. Maybe if you're, like, well farther down the line in dating relationship but not at first <laughs> yeah 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 the worst thing that probably could really happen is that if you're on the date in a public restroom and it's just like <laughs> all right yeah that's uh you gotta be prepared yes 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 all right so if we see eric walking around with one sock we know what happened <laughs> all right would you rather be a famous politician forced to resign in disgrace or a low-level politician that no one um, no one out of your immediate district will remember? <laughs> um, low-level politician, as long as I'm doing a good job helping the community, that's all I care about. I don't know that too many people would have, like, have to resign in, like, complete disgrace, right? It's like politicians yeah, and... That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, good point. So, um, yeah, I would agree. I think that the low-level politician, hey, you know what? People might not remember me, but, you know, came to work every day, did what I was supposed to do, right? All right, well, um, we'll do one more. How about that? Okay, would you rather um, have five bottles stuck on the fingers of one hand for a year or a bucket stuck on a bucket stuck on your foot for a year? Um bucket stuck on the foot okay yeah, why 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 would you feel that way <laughs> so that way you know you could still walk <laughs> hopefully with a bucket <laughs> on your foot uh but also if you need to you know kick someone it'll hurt even more <laughs> hey, that's a good idea i didn't think about that <laughs> so initially i kind of thought it was like ah oh, you know maybe like the the five finger, but I was like, you just need your hands for everything. Like this would get so annoying after a while. Um, but the bucket I could probably live with maybe, I don't know, like sleeping though, could be really distracting. I wouldn't be able to probably run. I don't know. It's uh, 
they're all they're all pretty uh, bad scenarios i guess if you had to pick one i I'd, I'd probably also go with the bucket as well <laughs> well cool so that's what that's what i've got i just uh just a fun little game to play um Eric, I wanted to thank you again for, uh, you know, taking your time out. I know you're, you're busy uh, with your campaign and um, I'm really looking forward to uh, to how everything turns out. I hope at least I hope that people in your district recognize the opportunity they have uh, to bring somebody in like yourself. Um, do you have anything that you'd like to promote in terms of like, you know, where people can find out more information about you, um, upcoming events, um, anything that you're, you're going to be involved in in the next couple of weeks and months? Yeah. I mean, my, my website is Eric for us.com. Uh, you can type number four F O R. I even buy F O U R in case people get creative. Um, so no matter where you go, Eric for us.com is where you could, uh, learn more about me, but even more importantly, contribute to my campaign because campaigns are not cheap. They're very expensive, and we rely on grassroots dollars to make this campaign happen. We don't accept corporate interest money. Um, so that's where you could help out at. Uh, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter, um, all of which you can get the links to on, on my website. or just type in Eric or Lagine um, into one of those search bars. Um, events, you know, we're, we're constantly having town halls and roundtables and public events for people to come to. Um, so the best thing to do is just, you know, stay tuned to my website or my Facebook page. Um, and that's where you'll uh, be able to know what we got going on. Awesome. Awesome. Um, you know, so if you're listening out there, definitely go check out, contribute if you can. And uh, we'll, we'll keep an eye on you for November the 6th. Um, I'm, I'm, again, looking forward to, to, to seeing how everything turns out and, and hoping that everything is in your favor uh, with regards to the to voter turnout and to, to, to winning that election in that area. I think it'll be a very positive change for, for that community. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Me too. Hopefully we do, we do well. If you love what I'm doing within the outside, feel free to connect with me on social media and share your comments via Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. I appreciate hearing your feedback. And if you'd like to learn more about In the Outside, check out the website, intheoutsidemedia.com. Don't forget to subscribe and leave reviews wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Talk to you soon.